We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 186 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How are you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Doing well. Did you hear that NASA has collected a sample from an asteroid for the first time and it is back? Uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I do recall the mission when it first launched. and I remember the uh, impact with the asteroid uh, and, and collecting the material. Well, it's not really impact. Uh, I remember that going around and the cheers and everything and then trying to get it home. And I think we're, weren't the Japanese doing kind of a similar thing as well? Yes, we actually uh, talked yeah. about that. Yeah, it, we actually talked about it. And they had already made it back, I thought. They didn't go out as far as we did, uh, but they I think they went out two years after we did. Uh, and then they, they got back earlier. Yeah, so if, if I'm remembering correctly, the, the one that we hit up was a carbon rich uh asteroid uh if i, I believe correctly. so i believe so uh, i'm not sure but the uh the asteroid the asteroid yeah, the asteroid sample that we that we got back it was covered in this black stuff we don't exactly know what that is yet but i'm rest assured we've got our best people on it uh the capsule was released from the osiris rex spacecraft and it came back into our atmosphere at around it was only traveling at twenty-seven thousand miles an hour so, I mean, it was going kind of slow, I guess, you know, 27,000 miles. That's, it's pretty quick. Uh, yeah, launched in 2016. Velocity. Yeah, <laughs> launched in 2016. It has collected as much as several hundred grams of asteroid material, which could help scientists understand the early stages of the solar system. So there you go. 100 grams. That's like, what is that, like a pound of material? No, not quite that much. Um, yeah, that's how much. How much is it? 500 grams is in a pound, Five, roughly. Yeah, pretty, roughly. pretty close, yeah. 450, but yeah, we'll say 500. Okay. That's like that's like a 100 and some packets of the sugar, by the way. Or hexogen. If you're, <laughs> or hexogen. Or if hexogen, you're, yeah. If you're looking yeah. for something for your tea there. It's an inside joke between, uh, between Bruce and I. Uh, the really precise navigation required to orbit, uh, excuse me, required to orbit and touch down and collect the sample uh, was under a meter away from the target. That's pretty good. For them to hit it with that much of, a, uh, of an accuracy, that's that's pretty good. I have to say that uh, your navigational skills are, are quite to quite something to behold in there. Yeah, you did math well. I, I also want to point out that that was a distance far enough that uh, if something would have went wrong and they had to send a signal in there to to you know tweak things or change things, I think it was something like 
15, 20 minutes or, or something like that was the, 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 the delay. So if something would have went wrong, it would have been too late because the, you know, in, in the case of like the craft, let's say it was moving too quickly and they needed to slow the craft down. By the time the signal reached us here on Earth, the, the craft had already crashed would have been destroyed like there would have been no recovering it so um to to have that already pre-planned and automated and then for it to be in a success there's a lot of things that had to go right in that uh in that scenario recovery teams collected the sample from the utah desert with a helicopter carrying the sample uh taking off at 12 15 eastern time and the capsule will be taken to a temporary clean room for first disassembly removing some of the largest part or some of the larger parts such as the back shell it will then undergo a process called a nitrogen purge in which nitrogen is pumped into the canister to protect the sample this prevents the earth's atmosphere from entering it as it is shipped to the Johnson Space Center in Houston, uh, which is in Texas, for those that don't know, where the canister will be open for the first time so that the sample can be analyzed. Nitrogen, that yeah, that makes sense because you don't want it to be contaminated or any any kind of um, material from our atmosphere being caught in there. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, sounds like they're doing everything they're supposed to. Now, I, obviously, uh, this is a government organization and you know my, my feelings on government, so... They can't do uh, anything wrong. They cannot yeah, do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah. So everything is everything. just fine. As long as the government's mm. in charge, everything's just fine. Yeah. I, I will say, though, NASA is at least, uh, when it comes to their at least rank and file um, uh, scientist, they actually have to prove themselves. They have to have some merit. So uh, to that, they're at least credible there. They, they, their scientists are actually capable. Um, are they the most capable and top of the field? That's to be determined. But... Um, these people are smart. So um, I'm curious what, what this will hold. Um, I'm, I'm curious what information is uh, in this asteroid. Obviously, part of the foundation, the, the, the reasoning they're looking into this is Big Bang or, or string theory or those kind of things. They're, they're, tr they're trying to find the origins of um, life or, or the universe or what have you. Uh, and being a carbon-rich uh, asteroid, they're thinking initially, or at least in layman's terms, was this could have been a precursor to life. Um, this could have been an asteroid that would have impacted or something of that uh, during the early stages of the the um, whole solar system, galaxy, whatever, um, universe, and could have uh, deposited the materials needed to kickstart a... a, um, a boom, shall we say, for, for biologics. And there's so many different scenarios in this and how, like, it just, I don't think they're on the right track personally, but that's my own worldview and my own beliefs, if you will. Um, the, the whole, I, I can go on and on about how we evolved from pond scum, uh, as they say. And um, that's kind of the, the job of what this, uh, uh, checking out this meteor is, or the asteroid, is to see if um, that theory is possible. And I just... All the research I've done on that, I, I cannot see us evolving from pond scum. Well, it, that's the case. And I, I'm not going to get political here, but it's kind of hard not to when you, you bring up this point. But um, if we're to follow that, then that follows along with the Darwinian theory of, of evolution. So if we're to look at that and then we're to compare it to the world that we actually live in. And when I say the world, I mean the the true reality of the situations. Again, I'm not trying to be political, but it just kind of is this way just for this one point. If we look at the situation that we're in in the world now, we can actually see that the opposite is true. 
So if you if you look at the the theory of evolution, what do we always see? We always see the um, the primate turning into the more sophisticated Homo sapien, right? We always see that. You know, the little chart. You know, the the picture it's that everybody kind of going sees. in reverse lately. It's going in reverse. How do you go from George Washington to Joe Biden? Really? How do you go from Napoleon to Emmanuel Macron? The opposite is actually true. We're actually devolving. How do you go from guys like uh, Kai, the Kaiser of Germany to Scholz and Annalena Baerbock? How do you have that? My point is, is that we're going the opposite direction, right? So if you just look at the reality of the situation, the opposite is indeed the case. Anyway, yep. moving right along. You mentioned on the wrong track and you mentioned carbon. Well, what comes to mind when you think of on the wrong track and carbon? You think carbon mm. neutral, right? These uh, mm. these new <clears throat> innovations that they give us. Well, Apple, they're supposed to be going carbon neutral because, hey, they're one of the big Fortune 30 or whatever, you know, the Fortune 5 or the Fortune 10, and they're going to be going carbon neutral. Well, you see, you know, we talked last week about Legos and mm. how they've realized that they're going to go uh, belly up if they actually pursue that. Well, you see, Apple, they've... Well, they've, funny thing, they've backtracked on their uh, their transparency when it comes to um, uh, their supply chain uh, emissions targets. They, mm. you, they, they have a little bit of a problem with that because if they were to actually follow the targets that they're supposed to hit, well, then they wouldn't have a supply chain as in like their supply chain would just disappear. So they won't have a supply chain, meaning the company won't exist because they will have no way to get the products to market. Yeah, there's that. Um this kind of makes it difficult to see how Apple is going to be able to market the products when it comes to this carbon neutral stuff, because they say that they didn't produce more carbon dioxide emissions than they could capture while they, you know, making the offset possible. So the uh, the report that was published by the Institute of Public and Environmental Affairs, which is a nonprofit, right? Sounds sounds sophisticated, doesn't it? It's a mm. nonprofit environmental research organization based in, I'm sure it has nothing to do with it, in Beijing, China. <laughs> oh. Again, mm. I'm sure it has nothing to do with it. This individual named uh, Ma Jun, says that we believe that there is a need for full disclosure. You see, they're going to hold those people at Apple to account. You see that? This is what I talked about last week about Apple being taken to task by China because they've got so much investments there. We need full disclosure and explanation of how Apple achieves carbon neutrality of its products, given the increase in carbon emissions from some of its suppliers. Uh, your suppliers are China. Your carbon neutrality is null and void. They're, they're producing more coal power, as an example, than any nation on earth combined. I mean, like the amount of coal power they're erecting uh, is absolutely insane. Not to mention the plastics and other chemicals they're putting into the uh, ocean, uh, rivers, water networks. I, I Okay, yeah, CO2. Uh, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be all concerned about how much CO2 we're putting into the atmosphere. Our system can regulate itself, our system being the planet, when it comes to CO2. What I'm more concerned about is the other chemicals we're putting into uh, the ground, groundwater, uh, you know, those kind of things, the, the sulfurs and whatnot we're releasing into the atmosphere. That's the things that I'm more concerned about, because that's actually, as they said, you know, when we were growing up, when you put sulfurs into the atmosphere, what do you get? Well, it, misses, it mixes with the moisture in the air and you get sulfur, uh, you know, sulfuric acid rains, right? That is actually something that could happen when you release too much sulfur into the atmosphere. But as far as this um, CO2 being a problem, no, no. I, like I said, uh, what about all the other stuff? That, that's where I want to I, I know what you're doing to uh, reduce the, the amount of, um, 
petroleum-based chemicals being released into the uh, environments. But that's not that's not ever talked about. That's not. I mean, look at China as an, an example. We've talked about this before. Uh, but when you go onto a, a street view of what streets you can go to a street view um, in China uh, using Google or, uh, well, yeah, Google because, yeah, street view. But anyway, China is not, um, they're not the best when it comes to environmental cleanliness. Um, their, their garbage pileup is um, pretty extensive. Uh, and in fact, when you go to the uh, places that look like, um, you know, typically it'd be like a a park here or like a, a national reserve or something like that. Uh, you can see trash littered across there that has been there for years. Like some of the labeling and stuff has, has worn off from sun bleaching. I mean, that's how long the stuff has been there. We're, we're, we're concerned about Apple's carbon emissions. Uh, okay. No, China is concerned about Apple's carbon emissions. <laughs> well, we're supposed to be concerned about it. Well, obviously yeah, we're supposed this is, to be. Yeah, yeah we're, we're supposed right, to be so, as well, yeah. but no. All right. Um, yeah, on with this, right? So <laughs> could you help me here, Bruce? Could you could you help me try and understand something? Um, these new smartphones that are coming online. Okay, I'm going to start with one of the most expensive ones. These, uh, these iPhone 15s, right? We're talking about Apple. These iPhone 15 Max Pros. These are like $1,300. These are, these are ridiculous amounts of money. Now, if you want the, the 15 Pro, not the Pro Max, that'll run you 1000 If you want the Samsung Galaxy S23, that's 800 That's a little bit more affordable. If you want the Galaxy S23 Ultra, that is $1,200. The reason I bring this up is because these are the main competitors to the new Google Pixel 8. We talked about that a few weeks back, that they announced Pixel 8, but they didn't give us a price point. Well, now they have. The new Pixel 8 is going to ring in at $699. Okay, so that's undercutting the competitors at a decent rate, $699, okay? The Pixel 8 Pro, $1,000. What on earth is making these handsets just so damn expensive? This is insane. I'm looking at the guts in these things, and I'm not seeing that amount of money in these components. I'm just not seeing it. I mean, if we're looking at memory, and I'm not talking about the space, I'm talking about the, the, the RAM, the memory. If we're looking at that, I know how much that stuff costs. Bruce, you know how much that stuff costs. We have to buy it for our projects that we do here. It doesn't cost that much. Why are they charging an ungodly amount for it? The graphics cards that they put in these phones, why on earth are they charging such an ungodly amount for them? The displays are, I mean, for, for a small device, I suppose it's okay, but the displays don't cost that much money. So where is all this cost coming from? Help me out here. Help me understand this because this doesn't make any sense to me. Why are these phones so unbelievably priced? This is insane. And I'm uh, tired of seeing it. And they just keep going up. It's so they can afford that carbon offset. <laughs> so they can buy the carbon certificates. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, you're, so they can bring more wind and solar online and they can they can charge up the coal fire stations to charge your phones. Yep. They're, they're, they're paying for the executives of vacation, those kind of things. Um, this is insane. I, 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 it, the, the, there's no reason they should be priced like that. No, none whatsoever. They put they literally put we we've run this down time and again. They put 150 to 250 dollars euros pounds whatever worth of guts in these phones. And then they sell them to you for this. This is crazy. And it doesn't cost them that much. It might cost them 50 to have it shipped from the slave factories in China over to here. And then they're charging this. I'm tired of seeing these prices this high. I'm, I'm really damn sick and tired of it. I mean, I don't buy devices that often. I'm still using my Pixel 5. 
and I'm I'm looking at upgrading. I think I'm going to try and wait. I'm going to hold out to the Pixel 10. I, I'm going to hold out to that because I think I can get a couple more years out of this because it's still I'm still going almost a full seven days in between charges. I think that's pretty good. I don't have any actual complaints, but these prices, yeah, these prices are ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. I, I'm sick of seeing this. This is this is just stupid at this point. Yeah, uh, my S plus, my S8 plus is only making it about a day now uh, between charges. 24 hour period um so it could probably extend out longer it's just the problem is is i use it um so but if you if you extrapolate that out over a five-year period you're paying two three hundred dollars a year to have that basically uh when you break it down god i remember paying like two hundred dollars for one of the first iphones or like the iphone three or whatever it was um, way back in the day and how it's it's gone from you know two hundred dollars back then to being over a thousand I would much rather um, save that money that I would spend on um, a, a, a new smartphone that I don't even really need to buy a new video card or something like that for my PC which I use all the time so like and no, the components it, 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 no. the components in these things are not different from the upgrade that you're getting they're almost the same. Like the, the amount of, of memory that you're getting, maybe you're getting a small upgrade possibly, but a lot of these, for example, let's say I want the new Pixel 8. Let's say that, I, that I'm, I'm in the market for a new phone. I'm looking at the specifications, the full line of specifications, and I have everything that's on there minus, minus the processor, the security chip, right? The Tensor uh, G3. I don't have that. I'm still running the Titan M2 because I have a Pixel 5. The only difference is I would get a slightly larger screen. When I say slightly, it would go from 6.1 to 6.2. So there's not that much of a difference. I'm getting the 120 hertz display. The only difference I'd be getting would be the uh, the battery is exactly the same. The processor, the memory is exactly the same. The storage is exactly the same. Uh, the charging, the cameras are the same. Doesn't really matter because you're running a, a, a you're running graphene as an operating system, so it doesn't matter. The software updates on the new Google devices, you're getting seven years worth of software updates as opposed to what you'd be getting. That's all that that the difference is here. That's not worth six ninety nine. It's just not. No, no. Uh, I mean, six ninety nine is more reasonable. But the other thing in this economy, they they expect people to pay that price in this economy. Now, uh, most people that I know that that get a new phone, they do the like two or three year contract where they pay out the phones. Uh, you actually you know, over over yeah we two actually years went over or whatever that. yeah we actually went over that. You can buy two or almost three of those phones by that time. Yeah, the 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 amount of. Uh, uh, interest they charge you on those things is is ridiculous. Uh, but you could buy even more of those phones if you're just paying cost. If you just bought those at cost, see, I the only thing I can figure is other than price gouging, other than they're just trying to milk you for every penny they can because you're willing to pay for it. The only other reason I could see them charging such a, a high price for this technology is. Yeah, actually, I don't have any other reason to to say that. There's price gouging. There's no reason. That, that's just all doing it, is. it yeah. there's, there's no They're reason. Doing it. It's just price gouging. All right. I was going to say name brand. I was I was going to say it's because of the, the brand, you but can't. then it's price gouging. It's the same thing. Yeah, you, so, you can't. Yeah. It's just, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I'm sick and tired of it. Anyhow. The, the... The only difference I, I I will say the only di I think they're using DDR5 RAM now instead of the DDR4s. Even still, even still, speed wise, you're not you're not gaining that much. Not for what no. you're doing. 
It's just, no. it's not, it's not worth it in my, in my humble opinion. And forget that, six ninety nine, double that, and you might be touching the new iPhone Max Pro or whatever in the world that it is. It, it, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely insane. And I know people that go out and get those. I do, and and I tell them how crazy they are. Do you have anything else? Uh, as far as uh, tech wise on that, no, I don't. Uh, not really. All right, we will go ahead and end this one, Bruce. We will see you later in the week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening.